Hello, my name is Nike Kasunga, and you are listening to the Let's Talk podcast. One of the reasons why I decided to start this podcast was to invite you to join me into having some conversations, conversations that matter to us, whether they are uncomfortable, funny, encouraging, sad, and sometimes upsetting. What I found out about them is that they are actually a great way to come together if we take the time to have them. So in this season, I'm having multiple talks with family, friends, colleagues, people that don't mind having some tough conversations, things that often we don't like to mention, but that are necessary. So I'm hoping that you get to listen to some of the other episodes. In today's episode, I have a very special guest. Now, he's not really a guest. Pastor Jean-Marc has been a mentor for my life for a very long time. I often call him Sir because I really consider him as a father in my Christian faith. There is many things that I could say to properly introduce him. But since we're not really having a formal conversation, I will just say a few things that I think matters the most. Pastor Jean-Marc is a husband, a father. He is a senior pastor of Joshua Generation for Christ Church here in the Dallas Fort Worth area. And he has been a source of strength, inspiration in my life for the longest time. So God really used him to be able to help me build some strong foundation in the Word of God. And today I can definitely say that he is really a great pillar in my Christian faith. I am so grateful to have him in my studio today. Now, we're going to have a very important talk, an amazing conversation. And let me tell you guys, if you get to get this, it's going to change your life. We are going to talk about something that is so crucial, so important, something that influences your mind, your perception, your decisions, your entourage. It really influences everything. We are going to talk about identity. And I promise you, you are up for a treat. All right. Are you guys ready? Let's talk. So I'm um, super excited about um, this episode and this conversation, not just because of how important the topic is, uh, but because of who I have in my studio today. Pastor Jean-Marc, uh, you've known me for ever, <laughs> if I may put it like that. So uh, thank you for being here. I really appreciate your time. Well, it's my pleasure. Uh, I'm really excited about uh, this time that we're going to have together. You know, um, like I was saying earlier, in my intro, um, you've been such a, so a source of, of strength and and wisdom uh, in my life, and you've been that voice um, that constantly tries to remind me how important it is for me to remember who I am in God, mm -hmm. and not just knowing who I am, but actually trying to discern what it is that God wants me to do with who I am and you've been that voice that that has been really anchored in my life to, 
to remind me that and how important it is and how crucial it is uh, for, for me to understand who I am. So when I wanted to have a discussion about identity, knowing who we are and and uh, knowing why we're here, I just didn't think of anybody else to, to talk about it um, than you. Um, so how what is identity? When we talk about um, what is an identity, what does it mean to know who you are? What would you say? Well, just as you said, it's, it's a very um, broad uh, question. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, the uh, area that I deal with most, and which I think is really the foundation of any identity or any true identity, mm -hmm. um, is our identity in Christ. But identity in general, it's simply what you already say, is to know who you are, um, to know who you are, and um, to know what you are made of, um, to know um, what you are capable of. And, and so that's pretty much uh, knowing your identity. And so, uh, but it takes, you know, a process to really come to the knowledge of your your identity but because I know we're gonna have a whole conversation so um, uh, at this point you know knowing your identity is knowing who you are yeah. but that there is a big question mark there you know how do you know who you are and how do you know your true identity because identity um, has to do with the, your origins yeah. okay because one cannot identify themselves um, by themselves um, in the beginning you always, as, as a matter of fact, your identity will be given to you okay. by your parents, by your, 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 your environment, by the, um, the, the shelter, by the, you know, where if you've been adopted, if you were in, you know, and so you will be given an identity. Mm -hmm. And as you reach a, uh, maturity, hopefully, mm -hmm. you will not just live the rest of your life with the identity that was given unto you, but you will really begin to search your own identity. As we know, we all have a specific DNA that cannot be found anywhere in the world. And it's not by accident, because I believe that our maker has made us in such a way that we are individual. But your identity will always uh, be related to your origin. And so, um, and then you will begin to see what you want to accept of that identity or what you want to reject so that you can form your own identity that you will also pass on. So um, uh, identity is basically who you are and, and usually who you are is connected to who you related to and where you have been. So I'll leave it to that right. at this point. Okay, so <clears throat> if I understand clearly, we are born uh, without maybe the knowledge of kind of who we are and for a while we are given that knowledge from our parents or environment and normally and I said normally because some people may not have that that mm -hmm. straight line but normally at some point you get to search it for yourself yes. correct so why is it that important why, why does someone has to get to a moment in their life and stop and ask the question, who am I? It's, it's crucial. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it is crucial because the rest of the things that are important in life mm -hmm. 
you will only be able to acquire it if you first identify who you are because in identifying who you are uh, that process in once you identify who you are it will lead you to identify your purpose and and uh, and the strength and, and and the ability to to do so mm -hmm. and i think that the reason um i personally um got so um attached to this subject because it is really what uh turned my life around mm -hmm. um and 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 so i realized that the crisis that i i was experiencing it was simply because of the lack of knowing my identity um, and because your identity will give you stability. Mm -hmm. Your identity will anchor you into uh, a solid rock mm -hmm. that will um, keep you from moving to and fro mm -hmm. because you know who you are and you know uh, what you are going for and so you will not be trying to copy everybody, you will not try to um, imitate everybody, mimic everybody, or even be jealous of people that are doing what they do best. And so I, I really believe that um, discovering your identity is the key to know who you are and to begin to go to the step of knowing what you are capable of and what you can accomplish. The way I, I presented most of the time because I, I, I train people to this and, mm -hmm. and, um, and, and I really help people to restore their life to this. Right. And so um, I, I break it in five, uh, uh, in five steps. Okay. The first one is, which is important, I talked about the origin, is whose you are. Because like I say, you cannot know your identity if you don't know where you come from. Right. Then it will be just labeled to you. So you have to understand who you are, who you belong to, uh, and who you draw your identity from, you know, your, your DNA from. And then number two, <clears throat> you are, you, by that, only by knowing who you are, you will begin to know who you are. Okay. And once you know who you are, then the next step, you begin to find out what you are capable of. Because your identity will let you know that even though I felt all my life that I'm incapable to do this, but because where I came from, people are people do this and it's in our blood, then once the belief gets to your mind that you can do it, you can definitely do it. So it will make you discover uh, what you made of, which is uh, simply your potential. The potential and then you will figure out why am I here mm -hmm. you know why why do I exist we were just um, uh, uh, um, you know we've been talking about this virus right. you know mm -hmm. and yet we're still here right. and we've been exposed left to right to people who have it for some reason we don't we don't have it right. why why God is still keeping us in this world. Why am I still existing? Why I, I was not part of the people who died last year, who died this year? So you, you have a purpose. So that is the discovery of your purpose. And then, where am I going? You know, you, you, where are you going? That's, that's a destination. So that's a destiny. You begin to figure out once those things fall together. It, it might not go in that order, but you need all those components to finally know what I'm going for. And once you know your destination, then you will know when you arrive or else you will just be running and never know. The Apostle Paul got to the point where he says, you know, I, I fought the good fight. I, uh, I won the race. 
you know and now i'm getting my crown and i'm gonna go to rest he knew his destination and once he arrived he was able to um to get ready to go right, you know right. wow so okay so you're saying so many different things let me get my mind straight here because i have like thousands of direction <laughs> that i could take this to <laughs> so okay so you so knowing has to come before doing yes definitely sometimes has nothing to do with what you're doing because sometimes people have a struggle to separate both like they, they feel like their job or their career or their skills their gifts is really defining who they are so how can someone know that this is who I am and this is what I do does, does that make sense oh it, it makes sense um, what you do uh, is driven uh, and is made possible by who you are okay. you know because like you, 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 you st the statement that you make you made before by saying so we cannot do without knowing well you can do mm. but if you don't know your identity most likely you will do just what everybody are doing right. you will do what seems to be popular mm. but once you know who you are it allows you because a lot of time, you know, I, I really believe because of the peculiar uh, uh, side that God has called us, uh, sometimes what we are called to do or often is not popular. You know, we may be the first one to, to start something. And so if you don't know who you are and you don't under, you, you, you're confident with who you are, you will not be able to stand you know, and have the courage and the boldness to venture yourself into something that, that is not popular. Mm -hmm. So it's always better to know who you are. Mm -hmm. And then once you know who you are, it will begin to make sense because remember, you know whose you are. And once you discover who you are, and the whose you are will kind of give you the idea of the mission that you have to do, and then you can start doing it. And the reason um, we... Uh, identify ourselves by our title is because we suffer from the lack of identity mm. because because you nobody will boast uh, to be a uh, a, um, a valley park mm. you know nobody will want to identify themselves by being a valley park you say well it's something that I do on the side you know mm. but when you are a manager you are a director of production in your company you are a bishop a pastor then a lot of people draw their sense of value mm. from those things so they identify themselves with that mm. and that's why when they take that away mm. they are lost because their very identity is based on that and you 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 know me personally so you know my life has ups and down uh, they had ups and downs and, and, you know, I, like you, went to different, you know, uh, life, a big, uh, different situation in life. Mm -hmm. And I thank God that if I did not develop my identity to the level that I have developed it, mm -hmm. I would not be able to stand. Right. Because life is made such a way that, 
you know, you can start doing something and someone who started after you, you know, just born yesterday <laughs> and, and, and can it. barely, barely has the gift that you have. Mm -hmm. I mean, don't even have the skill. Mm -hmm. And the next day they are on top of what you are trying to achieve. Mm -hmm. If you don't know who you are, this will break you or this will make you cut corners and, mm -hmm. and try to do. And so I, the only reason I believe I still have respect of people mm -hmm. I, I am still considered I am called on mm -hmm. it's because I know who I am mm -hmm. and so regardless of, of, of what I have mm -hmm. uh, I know that what I have don't make me you know I, I, I make people laugh when when I, I speak to, to tell them you know I, 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 as a young man I used to drive you know leaning you know, like really like <laughs> leaning and enjoying. Uh -huh. But normally you lean on a Bentley, on a Mercedes, and then but, but but they used to make fun of me because I would lean on a Pinto. I would lean on, on, on a broken car, you know. But the reason I do that and I tell people is because I don't think that the car makes me. Right. I make the car. Right. You know, I, I I we are we are we are leaders. So, and so I make the car. So I lean when I drive a Mercedes. Mm -hmm. And I lean when I drive a Ford, you know, and because to me, it's the, I, I am the value, not the car. The car doesn't give me value, but I give value to the car. And so when you begin to see things like that, um, very little things shake you, you know, very little things shake you. I remember one point I was uh, working for a company. I had to drive a van of the company. And, 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 and a few people in, in, in the church, because that's what I do, mm -hmm. uh, uh, they say, oh, Papa, don't bring that car here. You will pack you oh, on the back. Really? I will bring it, you know, but those, they were just, you know, saying, Mom, it doesn't look good. I'll bring and park it in front. Of course. Because I just believe that this, this doesn't, doesn't make me. Make me yeah. I, I make it because I know my value is not, you know, made by that car. Right. You know, somebody may mm -hmm. judge me because they, know, they don't know me. But once they discover me, they will discover that I'm bigger than that car and I, they will give me their respect. So I think that's really where um, we, uh, we need really to discover our identity. And I will, you know, uh, anticipate maybe uh, a question by saying I'm still learning my identity because it's a process. So let me go back um, to something that you said at the beginning, um, knowing who you are. Let's try to unpack that a little bit um, because I personally, uh, and I'm pretty sure you saw it when you first met me, uh, met me an eternity ago. Um, I was sharing a couple episodes ago with a friend that for a very long time in my teenager years, I was convinced because of the experiences that I was going through, I was convinced that I wasn't, I, I wasn't lovable. lovable. Mm -hmm. I was convinced from the people I was living with to the, the, the teenager dating that I was doing back then. I mean, it went just bad every single time. So my conclusion was that I wasn't lovable. So what I thought of myself was that I, I was not someone that was worth being, you know, loved by somebody else. So 
that really um, influenced my thinking, it influenced my decisions, it influenced my behavior, it influenced so many things to the point that when I even met you and you told me God love you, and I'm like, no, of course not, <laughs> you know. So I want to go back to that because when we have to identify first with where we come from, what if where we come from is not a good place? You know, if I, so when you say who's, are you talking about parents? Are you talking about environment? Are you talking about something greater? Because if it's just environment and parents, some people are fortunate and they come from places that are very healthy, mm -hmm. uh, wealthy, healthy, balanced, uh, loving. Uh, but some people come from places where it's, it's all pain. It's all complete... Um, destruction where your identity is nothing good all they've heard since they were little is just negative things about themselves so and then you said that it's important first to identify who you are mm -hmm. so what do you tell to someone that tells you well whose i am is broken <laughs> whose i am is pain and only pain and, and i'm glad you touch on that because um like i i, I said earlier there is identity and there is what I call your true identity. Okay. Um, and I believe your true identity is determined by your maker. Okay. Okay. Because um, if you buy a Mercedes um, and a Mercedes break, it, it, it's going to be better to take it to a Mercedes dealer where because they made the car they know their parts they know exactly what to do mm -hmm. then to just bring it to any mechanics who's good at his job mm -hmm. but never made a, a mercedes and do not know how mercedes function and it can render the uh, condition of the car worse mm -hmm. because the one who make something knows what the thing is all about right. okay and so i really think that um, if you believe, number one, that there is a God, okay, mm -hmm. we're gonna really, we, we really wanna um, not limit ourselves in what we talk tonight. Whether mm -hmm. God, your God is Buddha, your God is uh, Mohammed, if you believe there is a God, mm -hmm. that you did not just pop up in the world and out of a big bang theory, <laughs> right. if you believe that there is a higher being or power, God that we call God, that made you. Then he is who's, who's you are. Then it is who's you are, because you were born to your parent, but you were not created by your parent. Okay. okay? Um, my faith is Christianity, and so my God created me, you know. And because He created me, if I really want to know who I am, I really have to know whose I am, which means I need to know him. Okay. And by discovering him, or I should say, by him revealing himself to me, then I will be able to know where I came from and uh, I will get to know what I'm made of and I will get to know what, I, uh, what are my potentials and what is, what is my purpose? Why did you create me? 
Why did you make me? What, what was your intention when you make me? And so the only one who can bring you to your true identity, it is who you believe is your creator. Okay. Um, because our, we come to our families and our families will only give you what they know. Okay. It is always good to start with it. Because even in the faith, even the saviors that we have in the faith, you know, and I'm talking really in general, like I say, my faith is Christianity. But we, we believe that they even gave a, a family connection to the savior. Okay, because it's important to identify yourself, you know, even when you are a child, you know, to, to, to have a, a background. But once you get into maturity, as I say earlier, then you begin really to uh, reach deep down in your faith to seek to uh, meet your creator and to begin to discover what you are made of. And that will cause you a time to do what seemed to not be possible in your bloodline. Okay. It's because you have reached beyond your bloodline. There never been, for example, a millionaire in your bloodline. You can be the first one because with your creator, you can discover your potential. You have a place a potential of you to do much more. There may never been somebody who has reached um, uh, a, uh, what had a degree, mm -hmm. but you can break that. Because you discover that you don't have to be limited and identify yourself with your family. Mm -hmm. But you can identify yourself to your maker. Mm -hmm. And your maker can tell you uh, uh, that you are able to do anything. You are able to accomplish this. And, uh, and, and so, uh, you know, I, I don't know if I, I'm making sense to you. you but, but it's pretty much that's what I meant. You really have, because any successful person that you will see today, they draw their strength from somewhere. Yes, they, they, they have a faith to something or to someone that allows them to draw their strength and to identify themselves and, and to know that because I'm connected to this source, I'm capable of doing this. And that is crucial. That's why I say in the beginning that knowing your identity, knowing who you are is crucial. Mm -hmm. Because then you will be able not to go by what you see or what you were told, right. like in your case. Mm -hmm. You believe that you were not lovable, while I believe you are one of the most lovable person Aww. that I ever met. <laughs> but I, I, I experienced that firsthand. I remember. That, that you were rejecting even my, my love, my attention to you, and even the things that we were seeing in you, my wife and I, you, you were rejecting it. You know, you, were, you had such gods up that, <laughs> no, <right>? that uh, <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's things and, and that you believe. We all believe things in when we were growing up uh, because of our environment but as you came to know uh, 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 who you truly are uh, you began to break those things you know and today you know you have a loving husband that loves you you have kids that loves you you have family that loves you you began to realize that just because you experience this don't mean that this has to become your identity like you said earlier a lot of people identify themselves with their their title mm -hmm. but a lot also identify themselves with their failures mm -hmm. just oh, because yes. you fail yes. don't make you a failure right. you fail but you are not a failure mm -hmm. 
and, and so that that is where your identity comes and uh, and uh, allow you to uh, bounce back and try over and over and over again. Mm. Yes. So that means that the who's you are is really attached to your belief system. Exactly. Okay. So that means that someone who doesn't believe in anything, um, someone who just, you know, an atheist, for example, someone who just doesn't believe in higher power, who doesn't believe in in you know a uh, purpose or 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 that we've been made you know that we've been made we are the product of chance that we've not you know there's nothing after death there's nothing someone like that can they ever find out who they are um not if they stay in that state mm. uh because people like that exist yeah uh but just don't believe because they don't believe in god don't mean they believe in anything True. So they believe that there is no God. They believe, they believe in something, right? you know, drink and eat because you're gonna die tomorrow. Yeah. And so they pursue that. Right. They have fun. They drink. They take drugs. They they they, they live a lavish life with women and all that because yeah. that's what they believe. Right. And so whatever you believe will drive you, mm-hmm. and 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 will give you that identity that you know I'm nobody. I'm just here. Let me enjoy my time on earth. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, your 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 identity is pretty much your belief. It is your emotion, it is your character, it is your look, uh, it is your association, and all of that you have to bring it together to form your identity. Mm. And so belief is first. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so belief is first, and then you said earlier, after you believe, then you kind of know what your potential is. You begin to discover. You yes. begin to discover your potential before you can discover your purpose did i did i get that Mm -hmm. right okay so we understand to discover who we are we have to connect to our maker Mm -hmm. i don't know while you're talking i think this is such a good news Mm -hmm. personally because some of us came from some very complicated places (laughs) to say the least okay so uh, we must identify with our families, um, and I totally understand that I'm a Christian as, as you are, mm-hmm. so I understand that Jesus had to be born, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I, I don't know, well, that I guess that shows the power of belonging, because mm-hmm. God could have just made him exactly. come out of the, the, the water or something, <laughs> so he had to be born, he had to go through that process that mm-hmm. we all go through, so I understand that. Um, but it's good news to know that at some point we have the opportunity to connect with something bigger than our physical or biological uh, ties. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, some people, their family is not necessarily, uh, not just family, but the environment where mm-hmm. they're from may not be a good place. So they get the opportunity to connect to something that's better. Mm-hmm. So for me, I see that as good news. and. And I must recall myself, and I think that's why I just took the gospel and I run with it. I, I don't know if you can if you can recall, if we can talk a little bit about personal experiences mm-hmm. here. I think my passion came from that understanding. You know, I don't know if you remember how um, maybe too extreme, <laughs> extremely yeah. passionate I was yeah. at some point because I just realized, oh my goodness, all my life I've been trying to be defined by people. I've been trying to get people's attention for something that I already had. Or I've been trying to um, figure out why, I, 
why I'm being rejected or why I'm not lovable, but I've been loved mm-hmm. all this time by, by my maker, by the person who created me. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful for my parents. Yes, their connection physically produced me, but spiritually did not. That was my maker. Mm-hmm. So for me, that was a revolution. Uh, so that's why I went from rejecting and pushing mm-hmm. you away mm-hmm. and, and, and Maman Sandrine and not believing a word of, uh, especially I remember one time, mm-hmm. you, I think it was the first thing you mm-hmm. told me, I think when you mm-hmm. prayed for me one time, if you remember that, you were like, the Lord is going to use you. And I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that means. I was like, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> and remember you, mm-hmm. I remember you had told me, I, I will never forget this. That was among the first thing you said. And I remember thinking, what? No. <laughs> you said that God is showing me that you're going to get married early. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you recall back then, I was like, nobody's getting married here. I didn't want to get married. That was not, that was not part of my plans. I never, I was never, I was never that girl who thought about her wedding dress or no, I thought about my career in Hollywood. I thought about, I'm going to be in Dallas for six months and I'm out of here. I'm in LA. I'm gonna go to I LA. All of that. <laughs> you know, so, so I, I think it's a good news. So I don't know if you, you open to share maybe one part of your personal experience on how that understanding that really kind of change your, your, perspective on life or your your behavior because for me it really changed me it changed my priorities it changed my my dreams mm-hmm. <laughs> it changed so much yeah does that make sense what oh it makes sense yeah. um like yeah same here um you know that's why i'm so passionate about this because yeah. I, I really believe that uh um i'll say uh two quick things okay the, the, the first part let me um, share a little bit of my uh, my story. Yeah. Um, you know, I was you know I came out of what you call a a, a, a good family, and and you know I was able to acquire education, but I was the weird one. I was the the different one, and mm-hmm. and it's amazing because if you don't know your identity, you'll reject the fact that you're different. Mm. And people will reject you because you're different. Mm -hmm. But not knowing that you're different, it's really your your identity that that is different, your your uniqueness. And so I was different, you know. And and so uh, very quickly, I don't know if that was that, that sent me to... Um, really live at, at like at 12, 13 years old. I was smoking. I was, you know, everything that was bad, I was in it. Um, I was in it. And deep inside of me, I did not realize it's because I don't believe that nothing good is can come out of me. Uh, and so school, I wasn't doing well. And uh, I, I grew up in a religious house. So, you know, some harsh word came out and it will never amount to anything. Look at you. You will just end up like this, end up like that. And so I really believe all of that. And so it got to a point like, you know, I always say that when they wanted to send me abroad to Europe to for my degree, there was three major, you know, to go to a baking school, um, uh, to be a chef or to be a mechanics while everybody else were going for doctor economy uh you know law school and all that it was just to say that school i'm sitting in the baking school yes yes and so imagine you and so that that was and i accepted that this is all i can do because i'm not that smart i'm not i'm not able to do more than that and so but i went 
and it never worked out. You know, I didn't like school, I didn't like it. And, you know, I lived my life, and, and long story short, until I met Christ. And when I met Christ, the first thing that I still, that I value then, I still value today, the first thing that I believe Christ gave me the ability to understand is that He loves me. Mm -hmm. That I am so special that He will send His Son to die for me. Mm -hmm. And that He will, he will, he will uh, pay attention to me. Mm -hmm. And so it was, it was amazing. <laughs> and, yes. that, and that He will accept me with all my flaws. Yeah. You know that you will you will look a wretched man like me. You, I mean, nothing good here, and so that really touched me to the point that I became myself without really understanding that it's my identity. Mm -hmm. I became myself and not embarrassed. I had this boldness that came up no, on I'm me. Yes, so I start yeah. writing to all my friends, preaching to them. They're making wow. fun of me over there, wow. but I, I didn't care. And I realized that I suffered for the re all my life to pretend to be who I wasn't. Always trying to drive a car that I couldn't afford. Always trying to dress clothes that I couldn't afford. But I had to have the outside going for me because the inside nothing was going. And I was more than arrogant. I was, I was so arrogant. That I, I just talked to a a, a a lady that I knew back then, you know, and back then we didn't talk. So we end up talking because now on, on social media, because we know people in common. Mm -hmm. She told me, I hated you. Wow. You were so arrogant. Hate. You were so prideful. Wow. Say, I can't believe I'm talking to you. You were wow. you were such a an arrogant person. I mean, I know I was that, but the way she was describing it, I'm like, it was that bad. It was, it was scary. But that's what I became to hide how low I was feeling inside of me. So when I met Christ, I felt like I can be me. So I was able to tell the girl then, you know, that, you know, I'm broke, I can't take you out. Which before, I will make up a lie and I will pretend something. I will even pretend I'm sick so that some people will not know that I'm, I'm broke. Yeah. I, I could catch a bus without being embarrassing. That was freedom. Yeah. And that is a freedom that I don't take nobody take away from. Oh my gosh. It's I exhausting am, yes, to be someone you love. Yes. To keep up with I don't need that. to pretend. Yep. So I, I'm, I'm so comfortable with myself. So that's one part. you enjoyed listening to part one of my conversation with Pastor Jean-Marc. Now this was very interesting and I can't wait for you to hear part two. So make sure you tune in on Let's Talk for part two of my conversation with Pastor Jean-Marc. All right, see you then.